like scary stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Fucking hockey! Fucking football! Fucking soccer! Fucking basketball! Soccer! Soccer! You know how many? Yo, you know how many minutes they play? Three-hour football game. You know how many minutes they play? Twenty. Twenty fucking minutes. Hockey's the best fucking sport. This 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 reenactment goes out to fucking John in Boston, who's the new best friend, of course, is. Fucking Bob. It's fucking, fucking Bob. Bob. Fucking Bob. How Boy. can I tell I was his best friend? Because he proceeded to have four Bud Lights and spit all over me. <laughs> and he knocked he the beer over. He marked you as his property. Yeah. I, I have been, I've yeah. been yeah. marked. You have been marked. Mark- he spilled DNA a beer. has melded. Ugh. Yep. That's, yeah. That's, that's our takeaway from our lovely vacation that we just returned from. You guys from. both had beer spilled on you on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. By drunken yeah, yeah. Bostonites. Trying to fucking take, take the, Well, that's what I'm what I in Boston. <laughs> Boston. Yeah, I mean, the, the, welcome to Boston. That part Jesus. was not terribly surprising. Yep. Yep. Yeah. God Almighty. But yeah, it was. Uh, we had a lovely time. It was I lovely. met a lovely gentleman named John. Named you met John. a fucking lovely gentleman. Fucking lovely gentleman. <laughs> named John. Named fucking John. pitches that just take the whole three months off when they get a blister on their finger. These guys are stopping fucking hockey pucks with their faces. Soccer, fucking god. John. John. Oh my god. Yeah. So Bob, uh, engineer Bob now. Engineer Bob. Bob. Fucking Bob. Engineer fucking Bob. Fucking Bob. Yep. Uh, yeah. That was. There you go. You guys just had a very faithful reenactment of of uh, our evening of at our, the at the Boston Sports Grill or whatever that place was called. was called. All of our Boston listeners right now are like, please stop perpetuating this terrible stereotype about I'd our be beautiful like, city. Your smelly you, city you perpetuates it its own dumb stereotype. You, know you do have a beautiful city, however, stereotypes are sometimes right. Yeah, so you do it to yourself, man. <laughs> yeah, congrats, Probably congrats cute. on making racist San Francisco. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, no, it kind of is. Yeah. That's not mine. That's a Bill Burr joke. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. I was like, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. A little more American history. Yeah. A little less Chinese. <laughs> right. I got to look at Paul Revere. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. But you can't go look at his fucking house without giving him like 10 bucks or whatever. Yeah. They he have needs his, that fucking money. He needs the fucking money. Bob. They put a goddamn fence in front of the fucking thing. I looked see, at it for free. Yeah. Look at the fence. Can't see can't Paul see Revere's house. house. No. Can't see fucking Paul Revere. No. No, that motherfucker's buried. You have to go to the cemetery and you have to see him there. Which I did see and it was very nice. Yeah. yeah. I, Along with feet. Ben Franklin's mom and dad. Ben's mommy. Ben's mom and dad underneath that creepy ass obelisk. That's right. <laughs> oh, no. Illuminati. Illuminati. Yeah, no, it's some Illuminati ah! shit. <laughs> Wasn't Ben Franklin in a sex cult? I think so. Definitely. Well, That's definitely true. Well, there's I'm putting also, it on the internet. It's definitely true. Well, now. there's a rumor now that he may have been a serial killer because they were digging up or doing restoration renovations on an old house that he was said to live at. And they uncovered like bones from like 14 bodies. Well, how do they know that he did it? it well, that's they, it was his house. Maybe They're just saying we're like early experiments into Kaiser You know, mm-hmm. shit went wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just uh, long pig for dinner. Oh, <laughs> long pig I can't get past that name It's the worst fucking name It's great I would have come Delicious. up With a different one mm. Short pig Short, yeah. not, No pig Medium pig Human. Why Why do we have to be pig <laughs> Average size pig Human eaters 
it's a human marinated in Lagunitas turned into carnitas. Humanitas. Humanitas. Put it in a taco and eat it. Just surf it up with some. Probably too salty. Human asada. Human asada. Yeah. Grilled human. Yeah. Delicious. You like it? You don't like it. You're not a big fan of what I'm. I'm not a fan of humans. You know what? No, I'm not a fan of humans. I just don't like humans. That seems fair. No, seems fair. (laughs) That's that's what I've learned. That you guys. Yeah, it's factually accurate. That's right. Uh, my favorite part about Boston is all those weird little pocket cemeteries. So yeah. they just be walking along and like, oh, it's a cemetery from the 1700s. Yeah, why not? Which is a very old for America. Here's a, a bunch old. of people that died in the fucking Boston massacre, kid. We people did see their Stop throwing tea in our fucking harbor. <laughs> Did you guys see the signs that were like, don't fucking throw tea in here? No, we so didn't we did see make that. it over to the, the actual hab. Oh, you didn't make it to the hab. No. No, we had baseball to go to. Otherwise, we would have continued our entire We had to see the fucking trail. monster. But oh. we had to go see the green monster kid. You had to go to Diamond City. We had to go to Diamond City. Yep. Uh, we, I brought dog meat. Yep. I met Nick Valentine. He sent me on a fucking fetch mission. Goddamn Nick Valentine. <laughs> 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 Sorry for anyone who doesn't play video games right now. You should. You should. The ninety percent of our podcast is dumb. <laughs> Make your own fucking green paint. <laughs> so <laughs> there's like two listeners right now. They're laughing hysterically. Yeah. It's you two. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Uh, <laughs> you both are like, oh, this is great, and I'm oh, like, man. yep. I you re- literally have to make green paint in that game. Yeah. Do you have to paint the green monster? Yeah, that's yeah, why you gotta paint the green, green paint. You gotta paint a diamond city. Green monster. Yeah. Fuck it. Fenway. Fucking Fenway. Anyway. 20 fucking minutes. Just good Lord. Yeah. You know what has been 20 minutes? This. <laughs> Do you know what else it's been? It's been. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. Drink thematically appropriate beer. And, and make- go to fucking Boston. <laughs> Engineer fucking Bab. I lost it halfway through and I was like, whatever, commit singleton. Do it. (laughs) Own it. This is you. This is what they sound like now. Fucking doing it. Do it. I'm from Boston. Yeah. That's my accent now. Well, you guys should stay tuned for. I love the fucking um, Boston Brewery. (laughs) No, you guys. (laughs) Stay tuned. Three three weeks from now, you're going to get more of this accent. Are we doing Hunter We're doing Hunter Massachusetts. Oh, there we go. Massachusetts. Whatever that means to you. Whatever that means to you. Yeah. Just chew it on up. We're just going to talk about John F. Kennedy. And how he got fucking shot in the head. Back into the left. Was inside. Back into the left. Back into the left. It was an inside job. His brain has been. It was removed from his skull and Where'd it's it now go? being stored somewhere because they didn't want to have proof that he got shot in the forehead. Yeah, it was an inside job. His head didn't job. move the right way. Back into the left. Yeah, you know I can't remember what it was. I'll anyway. do some research on that. Anyway, oh, you want to do Patreon on it on the assassination on the assassination, assassination of John F. Kennedy? Oh shit, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. I'll do the hell out of like, that. That sounds like a conspiracy theory that's right up your fucking oh, alley. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> right. Bob's like, I'm it writing it down. Sounds like a conspiracy theory that's right up your Dallas Boulevard. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this week we are not doing Massachusetts. No. You have to stay tuned a couple more weeks for that. This week, yeah, we're going a little off-brand. Yeah. Much like the assassination of John F. Kennedy. <laughs> no, uh, that feels on brand for us. Um, yeah, because it's our show and we do what the fuck we want, guys. Thanks for right. thanks for listening to that's us. That's right. And we just decide to make the show whatever it is whatever. we want it to be this week. <laughs> you love us. Thanks. You yeah. got us. You got you us. Wanted us. You, you got, got us. got us. Also, thanks for all our new Podcoin listeners. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you got welcome. the best. Welcome. We love you guys. Also, 
kudos to you guys for figuring out who Melissa and I are and being able to separate us. Yeah. Because I'm always worried that like people can't tell us apart. They're yeah. like, eh, women's voices. Vocal fry. Vocal fry is all the same. Everyone seems pretty like, no, I, I know, I understand the difference between you two. We have such vastly different personalities. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more of the podcast mom. I'm the terrible one. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible one and podcast mom. (laughs) Yeah. Drunken podcast baby. That's, yeah. 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 And the one that's trying to keep the shoe show together. That's right. Somebody's got to drive this boat. Someone's got to fucking do it. Toot toot. In the hobbit. No. So off (laughs) ran this week. No. uh, We are talking about urban Legends. Dun, dun, dun. legends of an urban variety. Yeah, and in true booze and booze fashion, it's urban legends. Parenthetical, whatever, whatever that, that means, means to you. <laughs> so I'm up first this week, <laughs> yeah. and what urban? I'm, I'm excited because you got yours from listener Danny. Yes, mega so. fan listener Danny. Hi Danny. Hi Danny. Hey, how come you don't invite me to go to baseball games with you? Fuck you. <laughs> because you wouldn't go. No, I, I would. <laughs> I like being drunk outside. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, I was at baseball game because drunk outside time. Yeah. Oh, there was a woman at the Mets game was reading a book. Yeah. She was just like drinking outside, reading a book, yeah. enjoying the lovely weather. Yeah, I would just play. And like, laughing at my great car insurance jokes. Yeah, I would yes. literally just be drunk, like playing Disney's Emoji Blitz on my phone. Yeah. And you'd be, and whenever everyone else yells, I yell, I yell too. too. Yeah. Ah! You would have oh. fit right in. You would have fit. Sad, no happy. <laughs> Sports, yeah. sports, uh, yeah. So, well, maybe next time, listener Danny comes to town. He's we'll like, drag come with you me to Detroit. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. so what did you end up doing? So, courtesy of listener Danny, my urban legend this week is the Black Eyed Kids or BEK. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, that's also been on my list for a while. Oh, it's because it's fucking. It's insane. yeah. It's a, is yeah. it? Buckle the fuck up, Does guys. It, it has nothing to do with Fergie Get or Will ready I am. for nightmares. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's terrifying. It's pretty terrifying. Okay, great. Uh, and feel free, since you have been wanting to talk about this, if you have anything oh, else I've to contribute. I've never done the deep dive into it. It's okay. just been one of those things on my list that's like, you know what I would really love to geek out about for 45 minutes? Killer children. Yeah. Oh, that's so, what this is? So what the fuck are BEKs? Yeah. Great question. Uh, BEKs, or black-eyed kids, not black-eyed peas. There's no Fergie. Nobody's got my humps. Mm-hmm. No lovely lady lumps. Yep. My boobies, boobies, no, boobies. no one's getting none of this. R word up in here. Yeah, no. Uh, they are usually described as children aged from about nine to sixteen. Okay. Um, they have uh, a normal looking physique. Uh, they act normally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but what distinguishes them from actual children is the black eyes. Uh, are their eyes? Okay, got which that part. Are <laughs> obsidian black. They are just like black as night There's i get no the tie into the beer now you got it mm-hmm. no irises no pupils nothing yeah. just black it's like they're like pits, pits. almost yeah. right it's yeah. like it's almost like there's nothing there nothing there um so the bek's dress in either normal or a bit old-fashioned clothes like they just stand out a little bit like are you really from this time oh. um it's kind of like hey teenagers let's do teenager yeah. things like Shemi. yeah 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 fellow youth hello yellow fellow teens hello fellow teens um and they speak in a manner that is too mature for their age. So they're like Charlie Brown with black eyes. Yes. Mm, if Charlie Brown was a diamond. Yeah. Yeah. A bit. Or alien. Oh, we're going to get to that. Oh. Uh, so they show up 
claiming to be lost or in need of some kind of help. Yeah. Um, and insist to be let in wherever you are. So it be your house, be it your car, wherever you are, yeah. they want in. So just rando kids show up. Yes. Not they ask, knock, knock. And they say, hey, I'm lost and I can I use your phone? Or, hey, I need some sort of assistance. Can you let me in? And their pit-like um, eyes are immediately visible. Not really. Cause oh, not necessarily. So I, I, you, they can trick you. You'd have to look for a man. Yeah. Well, sunny. I would imagine that you're looking at the kid's eyes as they're talking to what you. What if he's sunny and they're wearing sunglasses? Oh shit! They got their sunnies on. What if it's I didn't dark even think outside? about that. I didn't think about that. You did not think. I'm going to listen on. So keep listening. Yeah. Um, but it's best not to help them. Um, because <laughs> never help children. Yes, don't that's help what kids. I've learned. Uh, no, because well, what I guess sets them apart is like one of the first um, warning signs that these are BEKs versus normal children. Oh, good. Is good. that as they come up to you and they start asking you for help, people report this like inexplicable fear. Like they all of a sudden oh. are just consumed. Like you're with like this you're irrational like croc feel. brain like, is like run, run, run. That yeah, like primeval. This, this is a creepy ass child. Like yeah. danger, just, danger. Yes. saber tooth tiger, run away. Exactly, and In that part starts like activating. Right. Um. And even before you notice their eyes, which definitely then sends you running for yeah. the hills. Um, allegedly, the kids will use low-level hypnotism to get onto the property. So a lot of people... Oh. So in the story I'm about to tell, which is one of the most Low-level hypnotism as opposed <laughs> no, no, no. to high-level hypnotism? Yeah, like you're, you are still more well aware. I, like you can, I am in need of help. I am in distress. Drop it low. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like you're like why am i getting down and then you notice man. the eyes you snap out of it and you run away screaming like a girl yeah. sure uh no but in the story that i'm going to tell you it's it's almost like the way that they talk to you or the way that they kind of like approach you is this type of hypnotism just to get you like you're still aware of your you know you still have oh. all your faculties about okay, so you so i don't think i'm a chicken right but they're gonna get you to let them in they're gonna get oh, what you want i am a little child pig, little in pig, distress let me, let me in yes Yes. No, no green jelly. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't know. Um, but once there, like, so it's like they'll get you, you know, like let me over, and then like you start to go, okay, I'm gonna start doing this, and then that's where the fear, like your little, you know, dinosaur brain starts kicking in, and you're like, I probably shouldn't open this fucking you door. Like, this seems like a predator. This seems a little bit just weird. Like on a subconscious level, yeah. Like you're not, you're, you're not, not consciously even aware. like afraid of these children. No. You're just like something is wrong. Something is wrong, and then that is usually then when you will notice their eyes, and then something is wrong, and you uh, run. But by the time you notice the eyes, is too late. You no, 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 no. Oh, okay. still run away. D- yeah, just as long as you're like in the act, because a lot of people. Oh, the story I'm about to tell. Just listen. So one of the most well-known encounters um, was retold by a journalist named Brian Bethel from Abilene, Texas. Okay, Abilene, so, Abilene, Texas. So this is his story. This is kind of like the most famous one, and then there's a couple others that I kind of found. So Brian's story is in 1996. <laughs> Brian's song. Brian's song. In 1996, Brian was on his way to drop That's off. That's not what it sounded like. In 1996. Oh, you don't have to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do the voice. 1996, I was down south. Brian. And went to the dark goddamn black-eyed kid done try to cut my dick off. <laughs> yeah, see, I can't do Is that. Is that how it sounds? I, think I that was just be- sitting there watching my stories, and I heard the ding-a-dong, <laughs> and then there's children on the porch. Well, luckily, I done brought my shotgun with me because I live in Texas, where we just got them things taken out of the door. Anyway, I done blew the child's head off and reformed it, and then attempted to chop my dick off, didn't allow it. <laughs> didn't allow. Didn't allow. <laughs> Can't have that happening. <laughs> I'm gonna need that. It. I'm gonna need that. My <laughs> lesson. That's right. And fucking. That's right. I gotta get swinging. No. I gotta, I gotta get swinging. <laughs> I'm gonna need that later. 
for my swing. When I drop it low. <laughs> can't swing it. Fucking <laughs> Tarzan over this motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> I'm so broken. <laughs> no. He's dying. Are you okay, dear? I gotta get swinging. It's such a great turn. Isn't that what you call it? I oh, don't use that from shit. now on. I think so. He's going right down. He's going to show somebody swinging from a dick. Uh, no, so in 1996, Brian was on his way to drop off a payment with his ISP, his internet service provider. Oh, I was like, what the because, fuck's an ISP? Because 1990s. Okay. Um, when he pulled he delivered over, it in person? He had I gotta to take off. this check to the Earthlink. Exactly, yeah. He basically had to go I to the Earthlink. my Yahoo account. Yep. Can't so, get my Hotmail shut down. So it was a bit late. He was like, well, I want to drop it off at the location so he got in his car so anyway he's on his way to drop it off he pulls over in front of the local theater to write out the check because again 90s and you're writing out a check and he, he was, was just, he hadn't written the check before he left his no. house he was just planning on writing it whilst driving no 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 texas he was, ladies and gentlemen texas because what happened i bet what happened was he goes oh well, fuck i forgot to pay my bill i'm gonna need that internet I, porn uh, and then so he i got, gotta work on my letters i better pull over pull too over. slow <laughs> and i better run over and get it now so runs then he runs through a full checkbook every time he has the right <laughs> one doesn't spell every goddamn thing incorrectly 40 that's not how you spell 40 they no dollars uh no so d-a-w-l-a dollars uh no so as he was writing out the check two boys between the ages of 9 and 12 knocked on his car window. Oh, no. Brian described them as being, quote, a somewhat suave, olive-skinned, curly-headed man. That's not what he said. Somewhat suave, olive-skinned, curly-headed man. Oh, he's a brown man. And the other was a red-headed, pale-skinned, freckle boy. Oh, no. But they're just, just a normal ginger. They ain't got no souls to begin with. How dare you? I looked at you aggressively no. as I said it. <laughs> Vanessa, you've got no soul. <laughs> it's true. I will cut you. It's true. But I'm still upset. But I am upset for the rest of them. But in my personal case, that is a true story. It is accurate. <laughs> I personally cannot be mad, but I am mad it's, for all It's factually accurate. Yeah. However, I am mad on behalf of all other red heads. <laughs> Might not have sold their soul to Satan. No. Uh, anyway, I got a great deal two for one. <laughs> uh, yes. So they were both wearing hoodies, and one boy explained that they were going to watch the Mortal Kombat movie, but forgot their money <laughs> at home. We are going to watch the Mortal Kombat I thought they motion were picture film. I However, <laughs> we have left our transactional dollars at home. Our credits our- at home. Uh, yes. So they asked We're Brian. We're going to go see Mortal Kombat. <laughs> this this, this yeah. fucking story doesn't hold up. Like this 96. Is the, this is the shittiest Bob. scam ever. Excuse well, me, excuse me, okay, Elda. Wait. In Elda Statesman. You were 16. Please tell me you would have gone to see I would have asked for help for like, my God, my dog is dying. Got hit by a car or some shit, like an actual emergency. I, I, excuse me, sir. I wish to go see the Mortal Kombat motion yes. picture. And I left my money at home. So they asked <laughs> I Brian. I left my money holding apparatus in my home unit and, yes and i need to ask the parental unit for assistance <laughs> i am in search of an adult human male or Why female help? acquiring money uh, money <laughs> uh so they asked government Brian, cheddar 
that sweet, sweet cash. Uh, they asked Brian for a ride. Uh, but while they were talking to Brian, Brian was overcome with this like, he was like, no, sense of dread. Fear. Yeah. Nope. nope. He terrified was like, combat. nope, nope. Scared, scared. Um, <laughs> That's got that forearm Goro guy. I don't like and it. And the kids could sense that Brian was getting scared oh, because no. they uh, would say things like, be not it afraid. Won't, it won't take long. We're just two little kids. We don't have a gun or anything. Because oh, Texas. God damn it. We don't <laughs> we have a gun. Have a gun. Or anything. It's like those uh, those houses that's like not haunted. Not haunted. Yeah. <laughs> they like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I believe you, son. Yeah. Uh, well, that certainly didn't make Brian feel any we better. Do not but drink souls. as they were saying this to him, need not be afraid of us. Brian felt himself going for the door. Oh no! To let them in. The low-level hypnotism. Yeah. Though, that I've heard so much about. Even though he was still very like he still had this like fear about him, and he reached for the door when he suddenly broke like contact, like eye contact with the kids. He broke vision, looked up, and noticed their eyes eyes were just black holes and he was like nope and yeah. he just like Fuck skedaddled no. jesus take <laughs> the wheel that's right and he just whoop whoop i take it from my hand mm-hmm. yeah. i don't want to have my soul sucked down by black eyed children that's right uh i just want to watch my cool man <laughs> so yeah that is eyes, probably the most famous story <laughs> Because <laughs> he was a journalist, and then he, I guess he like wrote an email to some oh, of his coworkers. A, he was a journalist, so well, he, he did know his letters. He did know his letters, and he okay. did actually pay his ISP bill because he wrote an email. Yes, <laughs> exactly. No, but he wrote some emails about it to some coworkers, and that's kind of how the the first story took off. Is the most well known story. Okay, um, but that's not to say that that's there hasn't been say, other experiences. To say like we are just two small children, that's kind of terrifying. Like yep. you know what We're I mean? Just too, we don't have a gun or anything. Thing. We yeah. are two small yeah, children. Fucking Satan like a, like a tiny little little evil ginger just being like, we don't emotion, have a gun or anything. Emotion yeah. picture show. I want we to see Mortal on. Kombat. Sub Zero finishes him. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you. <laughs> God. Uh, Wait. So th- is that the first story? No. No. Well, this is the most well. This is the most story. famous. Yes. The Mortal Kombat story. The Mortal Kombat story, <laughs> okay. I believe, is the most famous story. Not okay, to say okay. there haven't been others. Um, do, you, do you actually have a record of what the first story of these kids was? I don't, but I have okay, a very nice. early one. So okay. it comes, it, it, that's a really good segue. Bob, look at you. Look You're at welcome. you. Podcast dad, look at you. Oh, go carry on, children. Right. Yum, yum, yum. You've earned your keep for this episode. Now, I'll give you a nickel and a half. Here's somebody, go see a Star Wars. <laughs> go see a Star Wars. Um, no, so in... His book, uh, Black Eyed Children, author David Weatherly. So there's an actual book called Black Eyed Children written Uh by a man named David Weatherly. He compiled a list of experiences um, of other people around the world. Um, Around the world? Yes. This is a worldwide phenomenon. I will tell one worldwide. So that's... Mr. Worldwide? Yes. Uh, It's Pitbull. Okay. He's always in sunglasses. You can't trust him. He wants you to drop him low. he's too old. He's too old. Hey, Dolly. Or whatever. Um, Don't they say that? Dolly. Yeah, that's what I said. Pitbull, like two summers ago, was renting a house near my neighborhood, and I would see him driving around in an old school convertible Cadillac, and without his sunglasses, he looks like an old Jewish man. (laughs) (laughs) But to let you know that it's him, did he crank his own music? Did he Scott Stapp sing along with his own shit? I saw him once, and I was like, that old Jewish man looks like Pitbull. And then I like saw him again, and I was like, that That old Jewish man is Pitbull. That is Mr. Worldwide. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god no so anyway one of the earlier experiences at least in the united states that is uh documented in this book black eyed children goes mm-hmm. back to the 1950s okay oh long ass time ago long ass time ago oh aliens roswell I'm into it. Oh, salt. Uh, so a man named Harold, okay. who was 16 at the time, okay. uh, was walking home one day when he noticed someone leaning on a fence in front of his house. Okay. Now the town... Vagrant. He, vagrant. Hooligan. Yes. But at this time, so it was a very, very small town and Harold knew everybody, but he did not recognize this oh, kid. Oh, outsider. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. So he was just kind of like... And where was this? Did you what say... What the fuck? Didn't say where, okay. but it was just small town. Okay. Um, like dirt vagrant road kind of shit. Um, where, where, where was this? TBD. Somewhere TBD. in America. Somewhere okay. in America. So. I'm going to say Oklahoma. Okay. okay. Done. Great. Panhandle. Um, dust mm-hmm. bowl. Dust. Yep. Super dusty. Dirt roads. It's just hicks, bowls guns, of dust everywhere. Tornado Alley. Yes. So um, he didn't recognize the kid. So he went up to him and asked the boy, are you okay? But didn't get a response. Like the kid just kind of stared off into nothing. So after a few moments, like Harold's like, hey, hey, kiddo, what? What yeah. the fuck? What's going you on? You continue to stare off after, into nothing. Yeah. After a few moments, the kid just kind of turned and said, I want to go to your house. Take me to your house. Oh, my God. Take me to your leader. Harold was Do spooked. you think there is a, a, an interstellar piece to this puzzle? Perhaps. Okay. I mean, I'm going to talk about, I think it's aliens. Oh, do you? Yeah, we're going to. Well, oh, shit. We're going to get there. Well, no, we're continue. But anyway, so he just said, I want to go to your house. Take me to your house. And By the Harold, way, this is every bad date I've ever been on. <laughs> <laughs> Harold was spooked. Uh, and he too got that back, feeling oh, of like in dread dinosaur and like brain. Danger, danger. danger. Yeah, so he was uh, a bit spooked. And uh, so when the boy looked at him with solid black eyes, Harold went to skedaddle. Like he hadn't really made a motion of moving. Like he hadn't turned to run yet. He had just decided He to decided go? to run when the little boy said... Um, now don't you run away from me. You're gonna walk me to your house. And that definitely spooked oh, Harold. So the hypnotism did not work on hypnotism. On young teen Harold. Yes, no. Yeah. Teenager named Harold. Yes, a teenager named Harold. He needed high level hypnotism. He, yes. When you were sixteen, you got a lot of testosterone. Yeah. yeah. You need high level hypnotism to counteract yeah. all of the feelings. Yeah. All the, the, all the tingles the, that you feel. He's got all the hormones and cum built up inside yeah. of him. The, there's protect just, him. From he was walking home with a boner. <laughs> he's got a protective cum barrier. <laughs> Testosterone and cum barrier. It's <laughs> yeah. just a BO barrier <laughs> of, of teenage boy fop sweat and like uh, and like unknown re- erection. Oh my god. Just yeah, oh God. You're talking gym boners. shorts are gonna be the wrong way, and you're and you and you've launched. Yeah, yeah. you got permission to launch. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's how it was for me <laughs> with, with my teenage erection. <laughs> I still get them to this day. Um, uh, yeah, I, I still call them teenage erections. Yeah, though. even though I'm in my, my 30s. dick is only 17. So. <laughs> it's that's a teenager. It can almost vote. Yeah. <laughs> I can die for this country soon. <laughs> sure. um, no, so that definitely spooked Harold into running. Now, he started running away, and he was too scared to turn around, but what he heard behind him was like a bobcat-like shriek. Wow. Yeah, 
behind him and he was just like nope he ran home got it his dad was like what the fuck is going why on why did he go home that's what a black eyed kid wanted him to yeah, go so you, you just run another way serpentine he, in the no, other direction but it's like a vampire you have to be invited in this was not oh. fucking enthusiastic consent oh okay I see. Was like, they no. didn't have that in the 50s no no, we, we kind of don't have it now. No. They no. certainly didn't have it in the fifties. No, you can just well, rub, you can rub that dick on anything. Consent. I feel like aliens probably have more rights than women do. So, well, the only one way to find out in the fifties for sure, yeah, for sure. So anyway, Harold ran back home, okay. and his his paw was like, "No, oh, what's wrong with you?" So he explained that there was this black eyed child at the thing of the you know at the fence out mm-hmm. on their property, and he was like, "I pointed my erection at him, and I ran away." And I said, "No." I was like, "Daddy, he's out by the fence." At which point he pointed his erect penis out towards it's the fence. Way. <laughs> that way, point with your dick again, son. Yes, sir. And then so Daddy grabbed a shotgun, oh, ran yeah. out. Oh yeah. Okay, uh, now we got our shotgun Oklahoma. story. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ran out into like find this kid and the kid's gone. Vanished. No trace. Like a fart in the wind. Just gone. So that's Harold's story. So So the black kid's been around for a while. Yes. 50s kind of tracks with aliens, man. Kind of does. Yeah. Uh, Um, And now like Eisenhower involved. He should be. I bet he is. It's aliens. Eisenhower invited them there. Fuck, man. This is all Dwight's fault. This is it. He I said like when, Ike. That's warned, what aliens warned you say. about the military-industrial yeah. complex. Those, it's the military-industrial complex. Black eye children. That little it was code. That little twelve-year-old ginger was just trying to get high on ayahuasca and watch the Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> That's all he wanted to do. <laughs> but no, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> but Brian said no. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna get shot out of a cannon out to Pluto and watch a four-armed man <laughs> Hollywood actors into pain. Finish you! Oh yeah, God. he loves. Was Jean Claude Van Damme in that movie? No, he should have oh, been. I, you know what? I think Jean Claude Van Damme was above that movie. Christopher Lambert was in that movie. Oh, there can be only one. Yes. Um. No. So that brings us to the '70s and France. So okay, it's not France. France, so part it's of it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. So yeah. So tell it, me about what happened in France with the black children. They are noir the, children. The, yes, yeah. Noir. Children. We, me, uh, the, I feel like no. So after telling French. the story, I think that it's one of those things where they've definitely worked on their technology, their oh, okay. children technology, okay. because they've again, run an upgrade. They've yeah. upgraded their drivers. They uh-huh. totally have because. The story I'm about to tell is very like basic, like early. These people don't really know what they're doing. Okay, okay. So buckle up. Uh, so in the 1970s, two men in okay, France. In France in the 1970s, you definitely did not have to buckle up. No, <laughs> no, God, no. You probably still no. don't have no. to. It's in, especially in. Um, they were driving through a small village in Aisne, France. Yep, sure. that's they were. Right. Yeah, they were smoking uh-huh. cigarettes and drinking Tiny wine while driving. cigarettes and drinking Tiny the red wine. I am um, eating my baguette. That is right. Uh, one man, Patrick. <laughs> Uh, wearing a I am wearing a striped shirt. That's right, and I'm and a cigarette pants. And I sometimes uh, I have a bicycle. <laughs> I act on the corners of Paris as a mime, <laughs> and I like art house movies. <laughs> uh, well, tourists ask me for directions. And I, I tell them no, 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 and then I slap you with a baguette. Um, <laughs> That's so, down Notre Dame. I, that, that was me. It was an inside job. It was me. Fuck your God. I did it. I did it. <laughs> but I'm a mime, so you will, I will never tell. Me. M- 
Uh, so anyway, one man, Pedrick, noticed uh, something odd near the last house in the vi- village as they were driving through. Okay. Um, there were five small figures uh, in front of a house. Oh, no. Three were huddled together. Oh, no. One Circle was jerk. running his hand across the house. And he's like fifth, fondling the house. Just kind of like, you the know, the house is so sexy. I'm trying to find the nipples <laughs> of this got, house. Uh, it's uh. got the aluminum siding. Mm-hmm. Where is the bean? I'm going to flick it. <laughs> I want to find the drain chute. Uh. Uh. No, it was uh. kind of like uh, if you imagine just like walking with like dragging your hand along the house. Like, I want what is inside. Okay. Uh, okay. And then the fifth one was just standing facing the road, looking in the direction of the car. Oh, look out. Yeah. So all five were dressed in long garments. <laughs> dresses. Yeah, like yeah. long, weird dresses. They had earthy yellow skin, so they weren't quite humanish color. yellow? That's the description that All was right. given to They're me. They were like a mustard flower color? Kind of color. They were, they look like Dijon. Uh, so they, they were colored like Grey Poupon. Jaundiced children from the local <laughs> hospital. Yeah. Jaundiced hippie children from the 70s yeah. in fucking silk robes. Yep. Yeah. Just doing a spell just, while walking around your house. Doing it your house, rubbing the, rubbing just, the walls while they're around. They're not aliens, ass. they're just hippies. Just singing Stevie Nicks and like walking in circles <laughs> around your uh-huh. fucking house. That's all you're doing. Uh, and they had, speaking of, <laughs> no, no, speaking of gypsy, they had long hair that went to their waist. See, they're just fucking See, hippies. They're just hippies. Hey, um, gold does However, their, however, their faces were a bit different. Uh, they all had noses that were pushed inwards. Oh, no. Like Smashed a Yes, like smashed a pug noses? smashed in noses, and their eyes were described as big black billiard balls. Oh, no. So the technology hadn't quite been worked out yet. <laughs> um, and the the kids beckoned the uh, two men, Patrick and Alain, closer. But again, feeling that awful feeling, they gun it, floor it. They were like, nah, They drive into nah. the village, they describe it, and they say other villagers had noticed it too. And they're like, yeah, I think those are kids. And they're like, they are not children. <laughs> They, they are developed. <laughs> so yeah, that was the story of Alain and Patrick uh, in France. So very There's just these creepy ass kids walking around black old eyes trying to get in your house all the time. Yeah. yeah. Are there Has any it, stories? Are there, yeah, are there of, stories of them? of them getting in? I had not found any. <laughs> no, of them. no one survives no one to tell survives the tale. Yeah, well, because what do they want? What is the point? What do they want? Well, uh, they want to wear your skin like a human suit. <laughs> so they could be, you know, some kind of alien. It's definitely not. So I'm guessing, yes, they're definitely aliens. Okay. Kind of like men in black situation where they're trying to blend in mm-hmm, to the mm-hmm. whole thing. But what do they want? Though, like, though like maybe slightly too out of time frame with the clothing yeah. and the like speaking too eloquently reminds me of men in black. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's where they got the inspiration. Uh, but no. Uh, so it was one of those things of whoever or whatever they are. You know, you get the feeling that they don't want to be your friend, that they want Brian, uh, the the journalist from Texas, seems to think they want your soul. Okay, that's why they want you. Whatever they do when they get inside, it's not good. It's nefarious. Exactly. You are probably never seen from nor heard from again. I mean, or not in your right mind again or again. Yeah, because Um, they then take your soul, take whatever. And that's like their life juice. They they imbibable life juice. Yes. In soul form. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then suck it straight from the tap. Just, um, but yeah, so another notice how they're always going after men. You know what tap they're sucking. 
Bob. That's why when he pointed his erection at him, he was just like, yeah. you're yep. going to take Did me to your take house. <laughs> That's the one I want. <laughs> Oh, I just, this is now a pedophile podcast. I've done it. <laughs> yeah. I did it. All right. Hey, well, guys. that's been the last show for old Bob. Old Bob. Yeah, you save that for my story. Uh, <laughs> oh. uh, 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 Christ. No, but I'm going to end it with... Um, it's terrifying. It's, it's so, so You're not supposed to let them in. So no. moral of the story, if someone if knocks on your door... And you feel the fear, and you, yeah. shut the fucking door. Do not let them in. Don't open the door. Don't open the door. Don't open the door. Run away. Run away. It makes me glad I never open my door. I just scream at people <laughs> who have knocked on my door. <laughs> Not Go away! Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off! Fuck off! That's right. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm gonna end <laughs> it with the the tale. So there is a figure, like a humanoid um, figure, called. It, it was found in Turkey, um, thirteen and a half thousand, so thirteen thousand five hundred years ago Jeez. in Turkey. The figure is called Urfa Man, and it's supposed Urfa to be Man? Urfa U R F A. I think okay. it's the region he was found. It was supposed to be one of the earliest carvings of a humanoid type figure. Oh my god! Um, but if you look at it, it doesn't quite look human mm-hmm. like it's very square and the head shape's kind of funny and they're wearing this weird v it's like a weird v-neck okay. poncho mm-hmm. kind of thing okay. that he's wearing and the hands are over the crotch he's got a sriracha on <laughs> he's got like a little <laughs> serape, <laughs> not yeah. sriracha. sriracha that's the official booze and booze word for that now he's sriracha we're <laughs> gonna sriracha make serape. we're gonna make buttons he's wearing a sriracha uh and his hands are covering his dick junk yes oh god so you can't see it but um when you look at the the shape of the head for some reason the carver has big black made of obsidian eyes oh no like big and circly like big and circle like 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 billiard ball size like before they got the updated drivers a little bit before they like it's it it fits the head more because it looks more like an adult than a child sure but the eyes are definitely like everything else is carved out of whatever stone and it's very it's like sandstone color and and then then they they purposely fucking inlaid devil eyes black obsidian rock eyes it's from ancient times so they They, think their first attempt Think was that the alien 13, was trying to get five hundred years ago, and they've been coming to Earth ever yeah. since, it trying to suck it, our souls. And at some point, they pivoted to children because, because they like, were not we getting like, sympathy. We're, we're, more, like, we're yes. more likely to help yes. children. Exactly. God damn it! Yeah, we cracked the case. Yep. And there you have it, kiddos. That is the story of the BE game. Oh my God, they're that's terrifying. creepy as hell. Yeah, they're terrifying. So yeah. Uh, which Thanks a lot. Beer. Brings me to my beer, which, which is mine is mostly gone. Mine it's too. Delicious. Which is Obsidian Stout um, from Deschutes Brewery it's out of Bend, some Oregon. Mean looking puppos, but they're in an old timey cave. They are in, in an old timey cave. They're devil dogs, but I picked it mostly for the obsidian because of the rocks carved in the Urfa man plus the big black eyes. Yeah. And I wanted a dark beer because, again, these are black eyed children. Yeah. Um, this is a 6.4% uh, normal stout. God, no, there's no Imperial. So thank you to Shoots for making yeah. a proper stout. 55 Eboos, which is pretty heavy for yeah. a stout. And I feel like it comes through. It is a flavorful yes. stout. Yeah, yes. Deschutes don't mess around. Like, the Black Butte Porter is one of my favorite beers of all time. The Obsidian Stout is sort of the, uh, I don't know, the, the, the I, I wouldn't heavier. call it evil, like the slightly heavier cousin to it. It's delicious. Yeah, it's yeah. delicious. Plus, the bottle says something about, here, read the bottle to them. It's amazing. It says, Black Skies, Ominous Flows, Dark Notions. Venture beneath this bold, stout, sinister exterior to unearth a deeply complex and rewarding ale worthy 
immortality, <gasps> which is probably why they're sucking oh. souls out of people. Yeah. They want to be immortal aliens. Oh my God, maybe that's how they make this beer. Yeah. <gasps> With the souls of people. You know what? Worth it. Worth it. Delicious. I, I think it's delicious. Thank you for your sacrifice. 10 out of 10 yep. would If you were again. stupid enough to get in the car with those dumb kids, I deserve to drink <laughs> your soul. You're dumb enough to help children. That's what you get. That's yep. what you get. And I didn't have to suck it from the tap. Boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, Excellent story. Excellent, terrifying Yay. urban legend. For sure. I love it. For sure. All right, guys, stick around. We're going to be back with Urban Legends Part 2. Hey, everybody, it's your old pal, Engineer Bob, handsomest boy on the internet. I bet you want to give me a kiss. I don't want to kiss you. I'm too good looking. Hey, thank you so much for rating and reviewing and subscribing to the show. All the rate news subscribe people that have submitted new reviews, I we really, really appreciate it. But guess what? If you haven't done it yet, you should also review and rate this show on iTunes. Helps us move up the charts and get in front of new people. Ha, five stars. Best show. That's all you got to do. Just do it. Submit it. We're going to love it. We love you. Thank you. Woo! We also have a bunch of social media websites that you're going to want to talk to us on we talk to people on there all the time we have an instagram at booze and bruce podcast we have a facebook at booze and bruce and we have a twitter at booze and bruce we'd like to thank our new patron uh listener joel thank you so much for subscribing to the patreon hey we have a patreon at uh patreon.com slash booze and bruce you should 100 follow us we've got audio episodes we got video episodes i draw pictures to show you get to see them it's a great time hey guess what we also i think we have a, a, a somebody else's show that we're promoting now i don't know but if it's here now you get to hear it all right woo Check, check. I think it should work. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check. I'm pretty sure. Like, I mean, right now it's working. Like, see the wave. Shit. Okay. So, like, if we if we were to do it, it's going to be like, Welcome to the show, it's me, I'm Casey. And I'm Sean. We're the saltiest chefs on the East Coast. Ha <laughs> ha. We talk about current events, restaurant life, employee mishaps, bullshit allergies. And yo, mamas. <laughs> we're always busy and always looking to improve our stance in food. All right, man. So tune in every week as we tackle this thing called Chef Meal. Here's Monday in the restaurant live and Thursdays with random podcasters. Peace out, internet. <laughs> Welcome back to part two where Bob just gave us no option to be ready or not. No, he was yeah, just like, great, you're ready. Shut up. I expect you to be on your toes and ready to go, ready to deliver the drop of hits. You know what? And we do. You That's know right. Because we're Cosmo Professional. Because I'm a professional. Professionals, podcast professional I'm a professional drinker. drinker. Do this for my dollars. I don't really. No. I would no. if more of you joined our Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Patreon.com slash Booze We love all of you. Thank you for coming on this journey with us. Yes. Um. Okay, so for my Urban legend yes i picked one that has been a favorite of mine from back in the early 2000s when i first watched a documentary called cropsy yeah cropsy 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 yeah c-r-o-p-s-e-y cropsy okay almost crapsy almost crapsy but not um so cropsy is a urban legend mm-hmm. that's based uh, very specifically out of uh, like New York and New Jersey area mm-hmm. um, because it is based um, out of New York, New York, in New York, New York. Um, it um, it was really popular with kids uh, starting in the '60s and sort of continues on to this day. Um, is Cropsy like a cool name for like street name for acid? I don't know where the name Cropsy hey, itself comes from. I think it's just um, like a, a crazy, like scary sounding name. It's because, the name of my best friend on 57th Street. Hey, Cropsy. Boop, boop. <laughs> because most of Let's the kids are just fire like, hydrant. oh my God, have you heard about the Cropsy mania? 
The um, Cropsy Maniac. The Cropsy Maniac. Okay. Yes. So what happens is when you live in Manhattan or in like uh, lots of urban parts of New Jersey and you go away to summer camp. Yeah. And apparently in East Coast, they have summer camps in a way that we don't really have in California. Normally in California, you go to like a day camp or you go for like a little bit, a week or two. Mm-hmm. two. But in the East Coast, you go away for the, the entire, entire summer. summer. Yeah. You go yeah. to a camp yep, and yep. you go every year to the same camp. Yep. And apparently a bunch of these camps are on Staten Island. Oh. Because Staten Island has way more green space than anywhere else in New York does. And you know what they boroughs. have? You know what they have more than any other boroughs? What? The Wu Tang Clan. There you go. <laughs> I was hoping that was going to be a Wu Tang reference, and it was. <laughs> ain't nothing to fuck with. Ain't you know what? Cropsy ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh, we're going to find out why. Yeah, we definitely are. Uh, so a bunch of these kids went to summer camp in uh, in Staten Island on yeah. Staten Island, <laughs> not inside it. They didn't. Well, maybe they fucked it. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's the 60s, the summer camp. I bet they. fucked And it. boys, yeah, they yeah, fucked they anything with. Hey, whole. Cropsy, are you fucking them trees again? <laughs> oh, there goes old Cropsy. I fucked that Cropsy maniac, <laughs> literally. He's lost up. my virginity last summer to Crapsy. And, um, the, and that tree hole, that hey. tree knot. Yeah. Stuck my dick in that. <laughs> so, uh. so for these kids, most of the time, it's like their first time away from home. And Staten Island has this giant park that sort of runs through the center of it called the Green Belt, which okay. is still mostly there to this day. Mm. And it is still populated with a bunch of summer camps oh. that kids will go to, like all the Manhattan kids go to and all the Jersey kids go to. Um, and they all grow up. Uh, going to these summer camps and sitting around campfires and hearing the legend of the Cropsy Maniac. Ooh. And so the legend goes that Cropsy is this escaped mental patient okay. who like used to be a very like high-powered doctor or something like that. Jack the Ripper. Something like that. Uh, he was, he was uh, once like a, a, a good man in society. Okay. And then he went nuts. Something happened to his son and he went crazy. Oh, So they put aliens? him in a mental institution because that's what you do with crazy people. Right. Yeah, no, no, um, you don't give them therapy. You just send no, them you to fucking... Yeah, yeah. 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 You, you just stick just, them in... You put them in an oubliette, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, and then you fill their head with drugs and yeah. see what happens. But Cropsy, he couldn't be contained by this no. institution, so he escapes. <gasps> and in some legends, he has like a hook for a hand. Good. Or in some, he has like a hatchet. I dig and it. And some of them, he's like been badly burned because in his escape from the asylum, he like he, burned like, burned himself. down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's trying to like avenge his lost son, so he wanders the the, the like forests oh. of Staten Island at night looking for children. And then when you're not his son, he, he murders you. <laughs> oh! So this is the legend of the. Hey, it's my sweet boy. No, step, 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 yeah, step, 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 Hook, hand, hook, hand, hook, hand. <laughs> um, that's where Red Hook comes from. I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. It's also so, the wrong borough. Uh, um, yeah, wrong country. <laughs> Didn't Red Hook Jamaica? Red Hook. That's like, Red Stripe. I was like, Red oh. Hook is like Brooklyn. Sure. Okay. I was thinking Red Stripe. Yeah. Um, it's beer. Red uh, beer. Anyway. Uh, anyway. So this is the this is the legend, and he will sometimes he'll murder you outright, and sometimes he'll take you back to his secret lair because he oh. lives in the tunnels underneath the uh, the mental asylum. Okay. Um, Are there actually tunnels underneath the mental asylum? Um, so this is, we're gonna get to that. Okay. So this legend was so prevalent. This was just a thing that everyone who went to summer camp on Staten Island grew up with the yeah. Cropsy legend. It was like a very popular thing. It's like how I grew up with Goatman, but yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, or like the Beast of Bray Road or something yeah. like that. It's just like what you, it's your local boogeyman. Wait, you can know? you say that again? The Beast of Bray Road. <laughs> this is pretty authentic. I like that. It's been <laughs> a lot of time with you guys. <laughs> um, 
So it was so popular that in 1981, um, a a horror film was released called The Burning that's okay. based on the Cropsey legend. And now this was like in the in the peak of horror movies. So they just had like Halloween and I'm around all that stuff that was mm-hmm. like late 70s. Mm-hmm. So they were suddenly like, oh, these horror movies, people especially love like them. people murdering teenagers, no. they're fucking about it. Well, isn't that all of our fantasies? To just murder teenagers? To murder teenagers. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just the more time sex I... Sex murder all of them. The, all well, of, I don't know about I the sex know, part. The sex part. That's a, I mean, have you watched any of those movies? They have sex and then they die. That's oh, what happens. That's fair. Oh. Sex murder. I Sorry, mean, it, was a, it was a if then situation. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I was not, like, not a, it was not a portmanteau. Right. It was, you know. All right, I was with Bob on that one. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Fuck I, you, I'm Bob. now more on board with... Sex murder. Sex murder band name, I call it. Um, (laughs) So this movie came out in 1981, again, riding the wave of the 70s horror. um, And it was uh, sort of the brainchild of these two New York kids who had grown up going to Staten Island and having summer camps there and growing up with the um, Cropsey legend. And these uh, these two kids are Bob and Harvey Weinstein. Oh fuck! Um, oh. And they got together with a bunch. And of one their, of them both grew up to be garbage, garbage people. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they got together with a bunch of other New York kids who were all like very familiar with this Cropsey legend. They were like, "We should turn this into one of these horror movies." So they got together with their friend Brad Gray. Yes, the Brad Gray who uh, of Brillstein Gray and who yeah. ran Paramount for like a fucking decade. Yeah. Wow. Who wrote the story? Okay. Um, and then uh, Bob Weinstein like wrote the actual script and Harvey Weinstein is listed as the actual producer. Um, it was this movie was the genesis for them to create Miramax. Wow. So this is the movie that they wow. borrowed the money from their parents, Max and Mira, and created Miramax. Wow. This is their first movie. Uh, and so they were like, they wrote the script and then they were uh, like auditioning just local kids in New York who were trying to be actors who had also grown up in the city, uh, gone to it. camp in Staten Island and knew the legend now so this movie is the the thematic debut of both jason alexander and holly hunter oh my god no shit yes it's also like some other people whose names i didn't who are more popular for other 80s movies who didn't like gotcha. ring as important to me but i was like this is incredible all these very famous hollywood people got together to make this first movie yeah that was like they did it on a shoestring budget like the actors wore their own clothes as costumes they just shot it in the fucking woods yeah um and in theirs it's like uh it's he's a groundskeeper at the summer camp and he gets burned and then he comes back and then he hatches all the fucking kids to death groundskeeper willie spoiler freddy krueger spoiler alert and his name is cropsy Gotcha. Love it. But the movie's called The Burning because he gets all burned it up and that's why. Gotcha. The Um So the movie released super fucking bombed. I bet. Uh, just didn't strike a chord because the Cropsey legend is only known it's in that local. part of the world. Yeah, they're very regional. Yeah. 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 Regional jokes get regional work, guys. Hey, hey. Um, so it bombed, but now it sort of had a, you know, the resurgence of like, yeah. you know, pop, pulp horror from the 80s. Um, and now people say like, it's actually not that bad and it's become a bit of a cult classic. Oh, oh wow. Um, I don't don't watch it. Don't give money to the wine scenes. Yeah. It's garbage. No. Um, but apparently it's not that bad. So anyway, so this legend is so popular, they actually made a fucking movie wow. about it. There's a bunch of crazy people in it. Wow. Um, and the reason that this legend like, stuck so true is because right along this green belt in Staten Island, they had uh, a, a institution called the Willowbrook State School, oh. which encompassed 375 Ooh. acres right along the edge of the green belt. Um, it was created in 1947 uh, by the New York Department of Mental Hygiene. <laughs> 
So mental yep. hygiene. So what, you floss you just, your brain. Yeah, you scrub your brain. <laughs> yep. Um, Make sure you get the brush in between every one of your brain folds. Suds it up real nice. Get it nice and soapy. Trigger alert. Make sure you take the ferry <laughs> down to Staten Island. For anyone who is more PC than we are, you should know that if you start to do any research into Cropsy, you're going to hear the R word a whole bunch. Oh. You got to make your peace with that. No. Because uh, the Department of Mental Hygiene used it a whole fucking lot. What do they used to be called? The Department of Mental Retards? No, I mean, they were literally just like, this is where we put all the retards. The retarded gotcha, children, yeah. and then the retarded children grow up to be retarded adults, and now they live in the fucking retard. The fucking yeah. retardville. Staten, Staten Island, full of retards. Yeah. Well, because Staten Island was like, it was like the dump for Manhattan. It was like the where the mafia dumped all their bodies. It was yeah. literally where Manhattan put shit they didn't want to deal with was Staten Island. Including the mentally handicapped. Including mentally handicapped handicapped children. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Welcome to the 1940s. Um, All I want to say is horrible things that would be very funny, (laughs) but I can't say them. So this place was, as you can guess, absolutely fucking terrible. Yeah. It was opened as a school, so it was supposed to be for children, but then as the kids grew up, it's they not like they to go. aged out of the system and there was nowhere else for them to go, so they would stay there, which they led become to, the teachers. You can guess, and then the teachers would teach the other students and nobody uh, would learn anything. No, no, they weren't. Based on the videos I've seen, they were not teaching anyone anything. Um, yeah. But so... As you can imagine, it's absolutely horrible there. The doctors there from the 1950s through the 1970s, that's 20 fucking years, they did a study that they published about hepatitis because 90% of the kids at this school would uh, contact hepatitis while they were there. So they were trying to figure out why the healthy kids didn't get it. And what they would do in this study is they would take a live hepatitis virus, what? put it on bread, feed it to the healthy children, and just see what fucking happened. Oh my God. You know what happened? Nothing good. Nothing good. They all got what fucking the hepatitis. Fucking Christ. Yep, not good. And their their excuse was, look, 90% of the people in the school have it. It's a virus. They're going to catch it be- just because they're in this institution. So before they catch it from another kid, we might as well just give it to them to see if we can no, create look, a... No, 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 they no, were, no, no. They were basically... how it's supposed to look, work. Look, these kids are going to die anyway. So we just stabbed them. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> they were like, they were trying to see if they could just use the live virus as a vaccine by literally just feeding it to children, Jesus. and like their livers would shut down and they would vomit die. and they would. Yeah, well, they, they would do they, all the shit that hepatitis does to people. They didn't die. I couldn't find any reports of any kids dying because oh of it. God. But it's not a good day. No, it's not a good time. Jesus it's no fun. Christ. Um. Yeah, 50s through the 70s they Jesus did this. Jesus, Lord. Um, 20 insane. years of mentally handicapped kids on Trash Island being fed diseases. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What the that's fuck? A, that's fucking, a fucking horror yeah, movie. Yeah, Wonder Bread and just Yeah, where's butter. that version of the Cropsy movie? Um. So... Yeah, Weinstein, you... <laughs> You gross human. So the space was built to contain around uh, two to three thousand um, people. It was holding around six, oh. just because no one was lo- no one could leave because they weren't actually treating anyone. Yeah. They were just housing them. Uh huh. Um, just feeding them. Diseases. So no one was getting better. So in 1965, Robert Kennedy, like because all this stuff started to come out about how fucking terrible Willowbrook is. So Robert Kennedy went and investigated it, and he said, "Is quote." The children were, quote, living in filth and dirt, their clothing in rags, in rooms less comfortable and cheerful than the cages in which we put animals in the zoo. (sighs) And then he didn't do anything about it. (laughs) Good job, Robert Kennedy. Good job, Bobby. He was like, shit's real bad. Bye. You know what? This is real fucking bad. Hey, Marilyn. 
bad. Blow me. So things were bad for a while, but then in 1972, this young upstart investigative reporter sort of like Maury Povich. Geraldo Herrera. Damn it! Geraldo Herrera? <laughs> Geraldo Herrera. Geraldo Herrera. Yep. Jerry Herrera. Oh. Uh, Geraldo. Geraldo, yes. He heard about the story. There's a bunch of videos of it. His his mustache and hair is so luxurious. It still is? It's... You you should definitely not watch these videos unless you really know what you're going in for, though, because okay. they're horrifying. Ooh. So he hears about this story because some nurses had like tried to get the story out about it. So he hears about it and he goes and does a series of investigative reports, which he then turns into like an actual news program, career. which he calls um, Willowbrook colon the last great disgrace. Oh, and then he wins a Peabody for it. Wow. Because it's absolutely terrible. And the videos are horrifying and like the thing and he keeps talking about the smell is the worst part of it all oh. to just watch because it's a bunch of just naked children Filthy covered children. in their own shit just like drooling in corners while like no there are no adults there's no one there to take care of them oh my god it's all it's absolutely terrifying but the thing that really struck me is they're all so thin like they're, mm. it, they're like, not it's, eating it's like they're it looks like they're starving to death it's crazy and i'm sure it's because they put food out for them and they didn't they don't eat. eat it yeah no. um it's absolutely terrifying it's because the last three times they gave them bread they got liver cancer yeah right yeah, yeah. i don't want to eat that bread yeah this bread is no good yeah. this bread it's yeah. no good i have ptsd about carbs <laughs> right um so in 19 so this report came out in 72 in 75 uh they got a quote consent judgment which basically means like the courts and the law system got involved and said like you have to clean your shit up and without admitting they had any to any wrongdoing they say we're gonna fix it that's what a consent judgment is um they say we're gonna fix it Spoiler so alert. Look, it's real they bad. They, it's not our fault. Spoiler alert. It's real bad. They don't. This no. Ha- this happened in 75, and then they start shutting it down in 83, oh. and it's completely closed down by, like, 87. Jeez. They, they literally don't fix it. And uh, so part of the uh, part of the facility is still there. So where did and the And part of go? the rest of the land has been absorbed by the College of Staten Island. So you can uh. go to school there by the old wacko cemetery where they used to bury all the kids who shit themselves to death after so they fed them hepatitis. hepatitis. Great. We're all mentally handicapped. Yes. So Holy you can shit. imagine why this these all these summer camps that are literally yeah. right along the same forest path from this mental institution that was for a for for a long time was open and functioning and yeah. being a clusterfuck. Yeah. So you can imagine why it would like be part of the Cropsy urban yeah, legend. I get oh my god. Um, so they were just like someone's going to come out of there and they're going to like take our kids or whatever. Um and so when they, they tear herbs. and when they were actually when they shut it down um, as what happened with a lot of mental institutions when they shut down yeah. people didn't have anywhere to go it's you know Reagan just shut down a bunch of fucking places and then they didn't they didn't put them in any new facilities or anything so a lot of them were just forced out they were just like GTFO and just gave them like a, their walking papers so a lot of them just moved into the woods oh my oh and my they God. like lived in the woods around the now closed asylum oh my God next to all these fucking summer camps oh full, my of God. Children. full of children children Wow. Uh, they sounds- unleashed a billion cropsies. Yes. Oh my God. And a lot of them, so a lot of them moved into the woods and then they were like, you guys can't fucking live in the woods anymore. You can't do it. So then what they did was all- Put the- them in the street? No, they moved into the, the tunnels underneath the facility. Oh my God. Because the facility was a very large facility and hey, spoiler alert, there's winter yeah. in New York. So there was basically a whole double of the facility underground in these tunnels that they just like- 
they didn't even super close. They were just like, well, the facility's closed. But so the patients just broke into them and then were just living, living? in these, they were just chuds living in these fucking tunnels. Oh my God. In a forest. Is that the origin of chuds? Is this where they know. came from? I don't know. Yes. This is such a fucking mess. These poor people that just, that, oh that America just fucking forgot, forgot. about. Like it's, it's absolutely terrifying. Where are their parents? So all of the, the well, no, 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 because they were sent to the facility either yep. because they were like, like given to the system, or because their parents weren't capable of taking care of them. But it's or like, okay, because your parents aren't capable of taking care of you. Hey, the system's closing down. They're still responsible yeah. for their children. Well, and like a lot of them, a lot of them were like plucked out when the facility closed because they had a large population of, that had like some sort of palsy. Uh. So they were like a hundred percent there mentally and with it. But they not just physically. couldn't physically take. Take care of oh themselves and they're living in this fucking hellhole and then the facility shuts down and they're like we don't know what where to we literally can't go anywhere we're incapable of like physically taking care of ourselves so like a bunch of charities came in and took those people away but like not the poor other people oh my god um so, so this has been an urban legend. Uh, the Cropsy, like, obviously, it's been fed by all these fucking people yeah. oh living underneath god. this facility but then the news starts to get a hold of this story because in 1987, a young girl named Jennifer Schweiger, who is, she's 12 years old and she suffers from Down syndrome okay. and she disappears oh. Oh no. um, from her house that's along the Greenbelt in Staten Island. Um, and she was last seen with a 43-year-old gentleman named Andre Rand. Who's Andre? Uh, he's not, spoiler alert, not a great dude. Also, not his given Christian name. I don't know why his name was changed. They're not trying to protect what his real name was, but that's just the name he went by. Hmm. So it's the name we're going to use. Uh, so Andre Rand was, by all accounts, mentally unstable. Um, his mom, his father died when he was young, and his mom was institutionalized for most of his youth. So he grew up like in the system and then would go visit his mother at uh, these various mental facilities. Gotcha. The one where his mother spent the most time was called like the Pilgrim facility, which is a little bit upstate in New York. It's also an identical replica footprint wise of the Willowbrook School oh. because they built them at the same time and they built them the same fucking way. Um, so he spent a lot of time in there as a youth visiting his mother. Yeah. Have to imagine that place also not great because it was bigger and held more people oh, for a yeah, while so it was the largest like mental facility in the United States so can't imagine cool. it was that great they, they didn't care don't think all. it was great no so he well, just because the building looked the same doesn't mean that everything inside of it was the same but stop trying to be an more optimist funding. well you know <laughs> stop I trying thought, to be I thought optimist. you were going to say I didn't think it was more fun <laughs> I, you know what that too, that too. It, had, it had a playroom <laughs> it cool was slides much more brightly colored yep god Um. so then he bounced around. He had some trouble in his youth. He bounced around quite a bit. He came back um, in the 60s and he got a job as a custodian at Willowbrook. And then he worked his way up and he, by the time he left Willowbrook, he was a physical therapist. Oh, wow. So he worked at Willowbrook for a long time. Ooh. Um, and then after the facility closed, um, he was one of those transients just living in the woods around the facility and underneath the facility. Ugh. Um, so he becomes like suspect number one because uh, Jennifer was last seen with a man who looks very much like Andre Rand. Okay. Um, so they do uh, this huge like all, the whole neighborhood gets involved. There's all these flyers. They do this thing called like search for Jennifer. It becomes a big thing for Staten Island. They look for 35 days and after 35 days they find her body in a shallow grave. Aww. And she's buried oh, no. just feet from one of Andre Rand's outdoor campsites. Oh. Um, oh. So then they're like, okay, we definitely think. They're like, you 
guilty. He's no. guilty. We definitely think that it's him. Yeah, um, this smells like a guilty boy. Well, and they they zeroed in on him pretty quickly because in the 1970s he was he was found guilty and pled guilty to, to murdering a person with Down syndrome, assaulting a nine year old girl with Down syndrome in oh, the Bronx. Jesus. Oh. Um. So he did time for that, and then in the early 80s he picked up a group of kids that were just playing outside in Staten Island. He he like rented a bus, picked up a bunch of kids, drove them to like Get another- ice cream. Where were their fucking parents? He, he drove them to like a Burger King, bought them food, drove them to drove a them playground- Drove them home to their parents. On the other side of the island. Where were their parents? And was like playing with them for a while. Wait, wait what he year was this? He, this is the early 80s. Where were their parents? It, it was the it, 80s, man. Yeah, there were no parents. No. Oh, my God. Um, those kids were, again, those kids were just playing in fire hydrants, and doing like, skipping rope. And he didn't do anything to those children. Uh, the police, like, found them within the same them. day and, like, took them back. And so he was found guilty of, I think Ugh. it was, like, false imprisonment or something for taking the kids away to another location. Sure. But also, the kids, where were the parents being like, don't get into a car with a fucking stranger? Well, they... It was the, the 80s, 80s man. It's, I think I was told stay away from strangers. It's the 80s and like I it's the 80s and Andre Rand is a white dude and this was a group of poor black kids in Staten Island. Trustworthy and white they, guy. And they he was like an awesome he was like get bus. on the bus fun times and they were like cool. Get on the bus to Burger Town. <laughs> yeah. And they they like in cross Get on the bus to Flavor Town. Yeah. It was Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But like they, oh, by the way, Andre Rand. Andre Rand is good here. We cracked the fucking So Andre Rand looks like, we'll post pictures obviously, but he looks like a mix of like Manson, like Charles Manson, but like old skinny Manson mixed with like young skinny Quentin Tarantino. Ew. Why would anybody get into a yeah, bus? Yeah, I would with never that get guy. on the bus I, with that he guy. He does not look trustworthy to me. No. Oh, uh, a large part of the reason why people zeroed in on him pretty quickly was like, well, he looks like someone who would well, murder this looks children. Like, a creep. like people said that on the stand. Um, wow. And they, they were like, oh, well, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> That's all the evidence you need. Um, oh, th- sorry. This happened in Jersey was when he picked up the kids and took them around. Oh, um, see, that, that's why it was allowed. It was Jersey. Yeah. Um, so in 1988, so a year after uh, Jennifer was taken, he's officially charged with kidnapping and murder. Um, they're not able to prove the murder because they're not, they're able to place him with her when she disappears, but they're not able to prove that he murdered her. Gotcha. Okay. So he's, he's convicted of murder of kidnapping and he gets 25 years um which seems like a lot for kidnapping yeah it was a bunch of kids (laughs) no 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 this was was just this was jennifer Jennifer schweiger oh this is just the 12 year old girl with down syndrome um i was just thinking about guy here driving a bus full of kids to a burger (laughs) he got like 10 months for that (laughs) (laughs) i'm not kidding he got 10 months for that because they were black kids get on the bus to flavor (laughs) town it's bananas and they were like okay brother Um, so he got 25 years, which would have put him up for parole in like 2009. Oh, wow. But then in 2008, they put him back on trial and they convict him for a second kidnapping, the kidnapping of Holly Ann Hughes. Oh. Who was a seven-year-old girl who was kidnapped in 1981. Um... And it, it, it took them a while to like build the case. And they were basically just trying to be like, we got to keep this fucking guy in prison. Yeah. yeah. So they found another case. All these. They found it. Uh, well, he well, and like all these uh, witnesses and you'll, if you watch the Cropsey documentary, you'll see all of this. But like a bunch of witnesses came out of the woodwork. Very, very. Conveniently. Interesting looking witnesses. Yes. Just 
say. I'll show you guys a picture. They're very interesting looking. I saw him do it and he did it yeah. this one. Yeah. Now, can you please give me my $5, my hamburger, and my bottle of scotch? Pretty much. Yep, that's Ooh. all right. Um, <laughs> who, like, didn't come forward when Holly Ann was originally kidnapped, but have come forward 25 years later Shocking. and are like, no, I, I remember I saw him do it. It was $187. But okay, so they can, 25 years ago, what was I doing? I don't remember. Well, yeah, 25 years ago, when you were seven, what were you doing? Great fucking question. Yep. Summer vacay. Yeah. Um, so Not because, going to camp. Because he I was, was playing soccer. Because he was convicted of this second uh, kidnapping, he's he got another, I don't know, big chunk of years. Um, so he's still in jail to this day. I think he's at Rikers. Oh, wow. Um, and he's Ooh, up for parole again in 2037. Oh, good. He'll okay. be 93 years old. Great. They were basically just trying he's to be still like, got this, the bus, though. they were basically yeah. like, this guy has to die in prison. We have to yeah. find a way to keep him from getting out. So they they now know that he's kidnapped these two children. They're fairly kicking, certain. Though. They're fairly yeah. certain that he has killed these two children, but they're unable to prove it. They also can't prove his connection to these other missing children's cases. Oh, no. So in 1972, which is a little bit outside of our timeline, so it's 10 years before this other stuff starts happening, sure. um, a young girl named Alice Pereira. Yeah. Um, she's a five-year-old girl. She goes missing. He's the prime suspect at the time, but there is no proof of it. Mm-hmm. Um, people saw her with him, but her dad was like Puerto Rican, so they thought maybe he had kidnapped his daughter and taken her out to of the Puerto country, Rico. and that's why she never... But sure. they're still trying to prove that like Alice was also taken and murdered by this man. Oh, my. Um, so she's a little outside the timeline, but the ones that aren't outside the timeline are young... I assume it's Thais. Sure. Um... I watched a bunch of news reports and a bunch of white people all pronounced it various ways, all of which I assume are wrong. Sure. I believe her aunt said Thais, so that's what I'm going with. Yeah, that's what you should do. So young Thais Jackson is an 11-year-old girl who was like bright, smart, funny, like very well-liked, but she did have a lazy eye, so she looked a little bit different and special. Oh. um, Which was sort of Andre Rand's thing. He was very into like kids that maybe would have been at Willowbrook. Yeah. Um, Hey, check it out. A googly eye. Get on the bus. Yeah, so she was literally taken from in front of her house. 12 days after he was released from prison from his buscapades. Oh my Christ. Um, And like her brother thinks that it's him that she got into his car. And there's also a young man who was kidnapped in 1984. He was 22, but he had the mental capacity of like a 12 to 13 year old. Uh His name is Hank Garofio. Um, And he was last seen with Andre Rand having dinner at a diner. And then no one ever saw him again. You know, Andre, you're, you're not making it easy on yourself but they couldn't they have never convicted him of murder they've got him on two kidnappings and that's like keeping him in prison forever but they're pretty certain because this very much this yes this very much fits uh and so what they did then is they took this legend of cropsy they attached it to andre rand and then they made andre rand into like a different version of an urban legend because when the police were investigating him and it's the 80s so you have to put it under that context but they talk about how when he was living in the forest he used to go to the old cemetery for willowbrook and he used to dig up the dead bodies and like have sex with them and i'm like those bodies have been there 
some of them since the 60s. Sure. Um, so he's just, they he's also, just kind of pelvis at that point. They also think that that's maybe where the other children's bodies are. They think he was digging up bodies uh, to fuck them and then he, he would just rub his he dick would on like, bones. And then he would like put the children in the in graves the, and rebury them so it would be, they would be able to be fine. Rub his boner on bone. Um, there was also bone a big satanic presence in Staten Island in sure. the 1980s. Hell yeah. They I mean, had, it's still there to this day. children playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> they had something called the Church of the Process. Yeah. Which apparently Trust the process. Yeah. Joel Embiid is yeah. the fucking pastor. 76ers. Uh, there was there was some huge like satanic priest guy who literally was based out of Staten Island. So he was like literally running a satanic cult. Is that the, cult. the, the, the father of Jex Blackmore? Current Maybe. head of the oh, Church of the Satan? Satan? Um, that's also the that's also the who son of Sam blamed was the Church of the Process. Sure. So this is all very New York in the 70s, 80s. Yeah. It's all feeding into it. So they've taken this legend found a man who's a monster and then made him into a like bigger version of that legend and like involved Satan for some reason. He's Mecha Satan Godzilla monster. Yeah. <laughs> so Crawford- That's the next sequel to the Godzilla movie. <laughs> okay, I would watch it. Uh, yeah, oh so Cropsey is driving the- his Satan bus into Godzilla. Into Godzilla Island. Yeah. yeah. So Cropsey is like the urban legend that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh like it was this thing and then it became fucking true when kids started disappearing. And to this day, kids will kids in Staten Island will sneak into the old Willowbrook facility because the building is still there, and they'll sneak around and they'll like look for the homeless people because there was this theory that like Andre Rand didn't work alone; it was like this whole oh, network, it's an of, people. It was a it was network a of network of cropsies. So they're going in there and they're looking for the new cropsy. Why would That's you horrifying. go in and look so for it's your a own thing death. that still fucking exists to this day? If you're curious, the 2009 documentary is called Cropsy. It is free on Amazon Prime if you have it. It's Your fucking, beer tie is a jerk face. It's fucking fascinating and terrible, but I love an urban legend that becomes true. True. It's yeah. very creepy. It fucking became true. That's crazy. Um, Which brings me to my beer. Your tie is mean. It's called Lost and Found. You are so mean. Sweet Christ. Oh my God. Oh no, oh no it's not good. <laughs> You're it's not good. Bitch. You know what? I own it. I make no apologies. Oh. You shouldn't. Look, one of them was found. The others were not. The others were They're lost still forever. lost. They're probably in the tunnels. They're now chuds themselves. Yeah. Um, so it's it's lost and found from Lost Abbey. It's fucking delicious. It is it's very it's good. Gone. It's a double. It's a it's a Abbey double with raisins. It's so good. It says a life worth living is full of discovery. And we are reminded everywhere Unless that there's opportunity oh, yeah. to be kidnapped and murdered. Unless yeah. you're a chud. All it takes is a desire to seek out and find these things, these moments, and everything in between. Like missing children. Yeah, like yeah. find them. Yep. Uh, we brewed Lost and Found Abbey to pay homage to the great monastic breweries in Belgium. Uh, like us, we hope you'll take the time to discover that beer that breathes the aroma of figs, raisins, and candied fruits. Join us in raising your glass as we offer a toast to patience, to dead perseverance, and all the things we have lost along the way. Like oh the dead God. fucking and, children. And we're lucky enough to find Jesus a Christ. God damn it. Uh, this is a delicious beer. <laughs> this beer is, is really delicious. good. It is, it is sweet. It's got some species. Uh, I love it. I Yeah, you killed I the shit. It's it. delicious. It's, it's fucking it's great. It's 8%, which it's, I think is nice for a double because yeah. sometimes those triples come in at like nine something. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, a double is good. But yeah, I super enjoy it. Uh, so this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Uh, let me tell you some things I do love. Gerardo Herrera. You know what I don't doesn't like? love Gerardo Herrera. I don't like Geraldo Rivera though. Don't like him very much. No. no. Uh, but I do like the bust of Flavortown. <laughs> no. You know what else? You I know don't what? Like? Those kids were okay. Yeah. You know what else I like? Uh, murder children that want to see Mortal Kombat. They got great taste in movies. They do. Um, 
And I like urban legends that become true, but if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's that I gotta get swinging. I gotta get swinging. <laughs> Melissa wins I gotta get swinging. Fucking this... Also, your story made me very sad. It's, I know. I know. I said, I said my story is really depressing this week. Yeah. Oh uh, story must be told. Well, thank you guys yeah. for swinging, swinging on over to That's listen right. to our fucking podcast this week. Yep. Come back next week. We have more ghosts for you. Yes. More uh, ghosts. So until then, cheers. cheers.